0: On today's episode of the JRW Audio Experience, we talk the abundance score of the future. Enjoy. So the abundance score has key factors. It's similar to a credit score, but it's slightly different. But I'll list those now. 30% of your abundance score is dependent on the ratio between what you produce and what you consume. Higher levels of production and lower levels of consumption will be rewarded. 20% will be based on the level of fossil fuels that are consumed, rewarding lower levels of fossil fuel consumption. 20% will be based on personal use and gifting, with higher levels of gifting or giving to others being rewarded. 10% of your abundance score will be determined based on the length of time you spent being productive. This is in regards to any activity that helps benefit society, whether it's performed for an employer or it's simply performed for the community. For example, cleaning the streets or caring for the elderly. Higher level of time spent will be rewarded. 10% of your score will be determined based on the time spent being creative. Any amount of time spent making your community more beautiful, singing, painting, dancing, drawing, Making people laugh or simply sharing ideas with higher levels being rewarded. With 5% being based on length of time spent idle. How much time you spend sleeping, doing personal hygiene, shopping, self-grooming, etc. With lower levels being rewarded. And then 5% would be peer feedback based on how you spend your time and their interpretation of how you spend your time. This all will represent your abundant score, which will come together and create your whole person index and determine the amount of money you make or how much income you can make. And your whole person index has key factors, and I'll share those key factors now. Those are 16 key factors being... Perception of reality is the first characteristic. To what extent can the individual objectively tell the difference between good and bad, as well as high and low, or good times, bad times, etc.? The second characteristic is acceptance of self, others, and nature. To what extent can the individual see reality as it is and accept responsibility for it? The third is spontaneity. Simplicity and naturalness. How capable is the individual of doing what feels good and natural to themselves? Simply because that's how they feel. Next is problem centering. The fourth characteristic. To what extent is the individual focused on problems outside themselves, others, society, the planet? Next is the quality of detachment and need for privacy. Despite the social mindedness, To what extent does the individual enjoy quiet time to reflect? Can the individual be close to others without having to communicate? Next is autonomy, independence of culture, and environment. To what extent is the individual capable of doing things for themselves and making decisions for them? Essentially making decisions on their own. Do they believe in who and what they are? Next is continued freshness or appreciation. To what extent does the individual appreciate and enjoy the simple and natural? Do they still enjoy the games they played as a child? Do they have fun? Next is the mystic experience. How many experiences has the individual experienced where they felt they were floating? Do they feel in tune or at one with the world around them? How often do they feel as if they are for a momentary period in a different reality? Nine, the ninth characteristic, feeling of togetherness. To what extent does the individual have a feeling for all of humanity? Are they aware and sensitive to the people around them? Ten is interpersonal relations. What is their depth of interpersonal relation with others? Are they capable of fusion, deep love, and more perfect understanding of their relatively few friends? Eleven is the democratic character structures. To what extent does the individual believe? In the equal nature of living creatures, that every living creature has equal right, and that each individual has strengths and each has weaknesses. Discriminating between means and ends, between good and evil. To what extent does the individual know the difference between means and ends, and good and evil? And do they refrain from twisting them in a way that hurts them or others? Thirteen is a philosophical and unhostile sense of humor. To what extent does the individual enjoy humor? Do they like to laugh and joke, but not at the expense of others? Are they generally perceived as good-natured, even though they are capable of being very serious? Next, number 14 is creativeness. How creative is the individual? Expressed by writing, speaking, playing fantasies, cooking, painting, singing, and much more. 15 is a resistance to enculturation And the transcendence of any particular culture? To what extent is the individual above their culture? And do they maintain strong individuality? And then finally, 16 is embracing imperfections. To what extent is the individual aware of their imperfections or imperfection? And do they see these imperfections or imperfection as opportunities for growth and or learning? This is the whole person index characteristics as well as the abundance income and understanding them as well as the role they will play in our future. Very important topics and ideas to ponder and read and research moving from a period of scarcity to post-scarcity and abundance. Thanks for tuning in. Your attention is our oxygen please continue to like, share, subscribe, and download for a better chance at being the next loyal brand follower mentioned at the end of our next show. Shout out to at Michael Hopped for being such an amazing writer, and amazing innovative mind behind the whole person index and the abundance income. Thanks, Michael. Remember folks, it's never right. It's never wrong. It is simply our perspective.